Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of We're Also Vegan. I'm one of your hosts, Leah, and sitting with me is your other host, Eliza. Hello! If this is your first time here, Leah and I are two vegan friends from Michigan, trying to live as low-impact lives as best we can. And for us, that means reducing our impact on the world by creating less waste, making conscious purchases, and of course, being vegan. Yeah, and if any of that interests you, we have an Instagram page called We're Also Vegan, where we share our journeys and creating our lives to reflect all of those things we just mentioned. Yeah. And right now, basically, Eliza's been taking it over with the raw food. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's absolutely, that's great. I was saying it because it's a good thing. Yeah. Currently, um, I'm participating in Rawgist, which we've talked about, and yeah, that's most of what's going on on the page right now, but I mean, it's, it's still interesting. It's it good is. food. It looks good. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I were going wrong. <laughs> you should have. Yeah. Anyway, but. Anyways, see, I think you had an update on yeah being wrong, though, right? But Leah totally forgot about it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so this is great. You yeah. can tell me again. <laughs> so last week, I talked about how I might cheat on a day. Do you remember oh, that? Or on a meal? I thought about that on Monday. You know, I thought about you. <laughs> So, okay, I know. Okay, so basically the story was my family was going out to a restaurant that didn't have raw stuff. It was my sister's birthday, on and on and on. And I was like, I think I might just cheat and, like, for that meal, not mm-hmm. eat raw. But I didn't. I, I really? stayed raw. Yeah, I got a salad. It was pretty good. It was small. And my whole family ate very delicious-looking sushi in front of me. Uh-huh. But I stayed raw. And I'm really glad I did. Like, I know... I'm over it already. Like, I don't think about how I wish I had that. Yeah. And, you know, I'll have it once I'm not rog anymore. Like, I'll go back at some point and get it. But I know that if I had eaten it, I would be thinking about it right now and being like, I didn't do it. Like, I didn't yeah. accomplish it. So, anyway, that's kind of that's Good. it. Yeah. I'm glad that you made that choice. Thank you. Because I know that how I would, I would feel the same way if I had made... If I were going raw and then I decided for one meal to not do it. Yeah, you'd feel like you didn't do it. Just so incomplete. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any updates? Um, not really. You've been busy. I mean, yeah. Been testing for to get my cause license, so that's yeah. been on my mind a lot. But other than that, life's been going. Just keeps on Great. moving. Well, we want to say thank you for... All the love that last week's episode got, which was yeah. really shocking to us. I mean, like, this is a small podcast, and we know that. But last week's episode got a lot of listens, like, way faster than any of our other ones have in the past. And we were totally shocked. So thank you if you listened to that. And yeah. tell us what you liked about it. And <laughs> Yeah, what did we do right? No. <laughs> no, it was actually a really fun topic. I, I really enjoyed, like, researching that. And yeah. I hadn't really been into the more, like, ethical side of things for mm-hmm. a while. So it was really nice to get back into that and kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah. Refocus. And- I think it's really powerful to, like, because to me, I think veganism is all about recognizing and learning stuff that isn't obvious, sort of. Like, yeah. that isn't being spoken to you. And you can go vegan. And for us, like... You know, I talked about camels. I've never even had the opportunity to ride a camel. Mm -hmm. I've never even... I don't think I've ever seen a camel in person. So it was kind of fun for me to be like, you know, even though this is something 
that I don't face every day, I can still spread awareness about it and, like, learn about it. So, I don't know. It's, like, good to remind yourself of the stuff that isn't a constant, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, because, like, I think if I didn't and if I wasn't so conscious about my veganism, maybe I wouldn't have even thought about that. I would have just gotten swooped up in the moment if, like, the opportunity had come and not even given second thought to how that's not really a vegan option, you know? Yeah. I like that. And I liked in the, in our past episode when you mentioned just like what to look for if you, Mm -hmm. because I guess riding camels is kind of a gray area and just, you mentioned what to look for to avoid as best you can that, you know, oppression that they go through. And yeah, I really appreciated those tips with that. Yeah. No problem. I just, you know, it's nice to look outside of yourself sometimes. And yeah. And just outside of like, what your your community. community yeah jinx wavelength anyway. <laughs> yeah so anyways, anyways. Oh, what oh the heck? <laughs> that is so funny this is scary <laughs> man we don't even need both of us we can just like yeah fake Playing it off each other no yeah um well anyway what are we talking about this week okay <laughs> you wanna, you wanna so this week we decided to um I guess, kind of review and talk about a book that we read um, that doesn't relate to ethical, but is um, about veganism from a health perspective. Mm-hmm. And what so it, we read, <laughs> I was getting to it, Eliza. No. <laughs> um, we read Super Immunity by Dr. Joel Fuhrman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, should we just... Yeah. You want to start us out? Well, I just wanted to say like... Um... We, I really enjoyed this book. We picked it because immunity is something, like, we all deal with. Like, there's a lot of books on, like, diabetes and heart disease and stuff that are all probably really good books. And But we wanted to pick something that, like, we every single, just being a human, you have to deal with your immunity and, like, resisting illnesses. Yeah. So that's why we chose this book. Um, well, it's like everyone gets the cold. Yeah. You know, like, you can't really avoid that. Yeah. So overall, though, like, just as a book, I really, really liked it. We both really enjoyed the, like, personal stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes more into, you know, just interactions that he've, he's had with his family members and... And patients of his. <clears throat> and patients, yep. About... Yeah, there's, there's real-life testimonies within this book, so that's, like, it's just really awesome about their experience with his diet. Yep. Yep. Um, it also comes with a PDF, which I have with me, so if you hear papers, um, that's because I printed it to read certain, like excerpts from but yeah um so that's really helpful too like there's a um, a lot of more information it's not just a book like there's other stuff that you can like download and graphs that you can follow yeah so I really appreciated that and just that he gives you like um recipes I think I don't know if you have to be a member but I'm pretty sure it's just you give him your email but mm-hmm. on his website there's like a bunch of different recipes that help you um or that are just micronutrient rich and macronutrient like yeah and we'll get rich more into that. And, yeah we'll talk more about it but yeah. um so just, it like gives you a launch like it's not just information and then you're like but how do I start you know it's like yes yeah really it shows easy. you how to and what you can do yeah which I want to try some of those recipes they look good they do <laughs> once I'm not raw anymore oh yeah <laughs> yeah so and you also really enjoyed that it's not necessarily completely vegan yes i was telling eliza i was like 
I feel like I could refer my family to Dr. Joel Furman and they wouldn't be turned off yeah. because he does mention some, well, he, he recognizes that not everyone is going to become vegan mm-hmm. and um, he just, I don't know, mentions that it's okay to have meat, but in considerable moderation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, like, we're never gonna, the world's never going to be a vegan world. Like if we keep. Some, some people just need smaller steps. Mm-hmm. They can't, you know. So they're going to go to this website. Even if they're not vegan, like, there's something for them. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like how we want something for us when we go somewhere. And then hopefully they're they're in this location where there's all this, like, vegan food being promoted. And they're going to see pictures and they're going to say, I want to try that too, you know. Yeah. And slowly, like... I truly, like, some people are wired that way, and, like, our families are kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So, it is really helpful and beneficial to not boycott non-vegans, basically, yeah. I guess. Or basically just say, like, there's no hope for you, because it's just not sustainable for their yeah. mindset. And that's not true, you know? Yeah. Um, so. I feel like it makes him also more trustworthy for the non-vegan. Yeah. Just because he's willing to look at it at, a, at an unbiased perspective. Yep. You know, he's not just going to look at it from the vegan point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't know. True. You got to tell your parents about it then. Okay. Maybe I will. <laughs> so basically, we're just going to talk about what stood out to us as we read this book. Like, what we didn't know, what blew our minds. And we might be a little bit all over the place, but... Bear with us. You know, us. that's okay. So you want to start it off? Sure. I guess basically the main thing that I, like, took away was just that it was... He basically talked about the micronutrient aspect of food and just how beneficial that is for you in your immunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people, we just focus on the macros, you know, for our diet. And really, as far as, like, our sickness goes and, like, how to treat it and whatnot, um, like, the common cold and whatever, it's not all about the macronutrients it's really just the micro which um we don't think about as much yeah yeah there's a graph in here so like macronutrients if you don't know are like fat carbohydrates protein and actually water which surprised both of us that water was considered a macronutrient but it makes so much sense i mean yeah we talked about there's no there's literally no diet that says no water yeah Yeah. that you can't have any water so So then the micronutrients are, like, vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, and enzymes. You don't really hear the... I I mean, you grow up hearing about, like, vitamins and minerals. Yeah. But phytochemicals, not so much. And that's, like, reading this book, a key part of having super immunity, Mm. which is what this book is all about. It's about resisting the common cold and even cancers. So you learn a lot from that. I like how in the book he... I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but, um, like, doctors, they prescribe a pill to fix a symptom, but doesn't, like, fix the problem. The problem. Yeah. Yeah. And he just talks about how food is medicine. Like, literally, food will cu- not cure, maybe, or or it could cure. Uh, but it can also, like, prevent. But it, yes. Like, it wouldn't have ever happened if your food was the way it should have been. Yeah. He talked so. about just eating a protective you know, lifestyle and, like, or yeah. diet. Um, and you get that from, you know, food. Fruit. Yeah. I want to read a part of this PDF that you can get online. 
because it kind of just like really it stood out to me. And he also talks about when it comes to those vitamins and minerals, like you want them in like their true form and their raw form. Well, not necessarily like raws and not cooked, but like from the fruit, from the vegetable. You don't yeah. want it just fortified. He also talks about how like the fortification has actually led to like really horrible food habits that our society has. So I'm just, I'm going to read this little section. Yeah. It says the fortification of processed foods grew out of an earlier compartmentalized view of nutritional science. Scientists and public authorities thought that we could prevent health complications from poor nutrition, poor food choices, or an inadequate food supply simply by supplying individual micronutrients that were inadequate in the diet. Even though the replacement of these missing nutrients did cure and prevent various deficiency diseases, this approach launched a processed food and junk food revolution that took our diet and health in the wrong direction. So, you know, basically what he's saying is we fortified stuff and then we just only ate fortified foods and we only ate junk food and processed foods. And we identified that as healthy. Yeah. And they sold it to us as healthy. Marketing. Come on. (laughs) Horrible people. No, I'm just kidding. But it goes on to say, the mindset that created a shift in our general diet still exists today, and it is still causing damage. These dietary changes not only degraded our immune systems, in the process they exposed us to hundreds of potential illnesses. The oversimplification of human nutrition led to the development of medical foods such as baby formula, hospital liquid feeds, nutritional fortified drinks, and food supplements further contributing to our health care crisis and ultimately to the explosion of cancer. I remember reading that, but I'm glad that you re-read, re-read it. it. Yeah, yeah, I, it's in the book, and it kind of blew me away when I was reading it, and it was so, it's just, like, so true and, like, resonated. Yeah. We just know that's... What blows me away is the baby formula, because I feel like it's just so common and so, yeah. you know, but it's, I guess that's really not natural, you know? Like, that uh, is yeah. not... It's not natural what it was meant to be for the babies, you know? Yep. Makes so, total sense. A lot... Okay, so in one of the chapters, or maybe a couple of the chapters, he talks about just, like, the kind of foods that you need to, like... Mm-hmm. Basically, he just lists out, okay, this is what you need to focus on if you want um, a plant... Not a plant-based, but, like, a super immunity. Yeah. If you um, want the super immunity that he's talking about, these are the foods to focus on. And they're called, he calls them the G-bombs. Yeah. It's actually funny. I found, like, another part of his website. That they weren't listed as G-bombs. They were listed, like, it wasn't even a word or, like, you know. Anyway. Oh. It was listed as, like, G-O-M-B-B-S. So if you find that, it's the same thing. It's just in a different order. Huh. The order's not significant. Yeah. Yeah. But do you want to go through what they are? Sure. Um... So the G stands for the greens. You can help mm-hmm. me. The B is for beans, right? And then yep. O for onions. Yep. Um, M for mushrooms. Oh, mushrooms. And then B is berries. And then S is seeds. Seeds, yeah. So greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds are like superfoods that you should be eating every day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like really like tough, even for me. To think about but it's nice to have that there kind of like a checklist like yeah. okay i got this on to yeah. the next one yeah or you know like and just to have a i don't like mushrooms and i've tried to like um, mushrooms like i really have like i try them yeah but i just don't like them and it like makes me upset because like i need to figure out how to like them yeah 
but they are not my fave. I heard that if you try a food at least 13 times, then you get to like it. I've definitely tried it more than 13 times, though. Oh. Well, maybe you're just not meant to. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I don't I don't like them very much. That's how I grew to like tomatoes. Like, I made myself mm. like tomatoes by doing that. <laughs> I, I can tolerate them. If yeah. they're on something, I'm not, I don't, like, pick them off. Yeah. Unless they're, there's too much. Some people love them, and they put so much on stuff. I'm yeah. just like... Can't do, do that much, but do you not like you're okay with them being like more chopped up? But if they're like kind of in their whole mushroom, then you really don't like it, or definitely if they're more chopped up, I'll be more willing to eat them. Yeah, but and I'm always I'm always willing. Like I want to try them one day and be like, finally, I love I mean, them. <laughs> yeah, but every single time I'm just like, ooh, I did not into that. Yeah, but I don't know, which is crazy because they have like pretty decent immune functions for yeah. us. Which I don't actually remember specifically, which, which really one? depresses yeah. me, but... There's a lot of information. I, it was jam-packed. Jam-packed, yeah. I mean, we don't have time to go through all of these, and we don't have the expertise to go through all of them specifically, but we want to share it, and then you can go look it up if you want to get the specifics on each. Yeah. Basically, what I, I learned is that we need more antioxidants in our body because of like mm-hmm. the free radicals that come into our body. Again, I'm going to read something from the PDF. So it says like why is this so important? Free radicals are molecules that contain unpaired electron which causes them to be highly chemically reactive. This unstable molecule is destructive as it comes in contact with structures and other molecules within the cell. Without sufficient antioxidants, so those superfoods, without those sufficient antioxidants, which are the natural enemy of free radicals, an excess of free radicals creates inflammation and leads to premature aging. That's interesting, because I totally forgot about the free radicals. I mean, literally there's so much information, but just how important the antioxidants are. And you can get those right with all of the G-bombs. Yep. Well, it says here that all, like... This list all have um, antioxidant effects, which is like vitamin C, vitamin E, folate, alpha and beta carotene, as well as phytochemicals. Okay. So like all of those are things that have antioxidant properties, and all of those things are in those foods. Gotcha. So. So you're pretty safe if you stick with those. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Which... And he lists a ton in that book of, like, studies and statistics. He's oh, not yeah. just saying this stuff. The PDF didn't, like, print those specific things out, at least not that I found yet. But they are in the book, and I highly recommend reading it to, like, understand those. Yeah. And I have a list here that, that have a high ratio of alpha-carotene, which is one of the most important things out of that list that have antioxidants. So it says bok choy, cabbage, red peppers, carrots, Swiss chard, green peppers, asparagus, collards broccoli peas and winter squash i love how like fun list i love how like many of the plants that we eat have multiple qualities yeah you know it's it's like if you eat broccoli you're gonna get antioxidants and you're gonna get the alpha whatever it is yeah yeah those foods are nutrient dense so they cover a lot of our basic needs so yeah I, i like how so far like how practical this is you know, it's like, yeah. these are the foods to eat, you know. Well, but, go ahead. Sorry. Um, just the fact that he, you know, gives us recipes that we can follow. Okay. And he knows, I know that I'm going to get what I need because he knows what we need. <laughs> Does yeah. that make sense? Like, following his recipes, at least. like Right, yeah. He's, he's doing his job of 
giving us all the nutrients that we need. And on his website, like, if you want to go check it out, there's a really great list of, like, a ton of foods, and it just kind of shows, like, their nutrient density scores. Like, it's done in, like, a score. And, I mean, the top of the list is kale. Score. Score. <laughs> I, I eat that every day now. So, but it's a really great list. Like, all kinds of stuff is on here, including non-vegan things, if that's something that you or a family, you were trying to get, like, a family member like we said before, mm-hmm. kind of on your page, you can kind of help. But the animal stuff is, like, all at the lowest amount. Like, kale's 1,000 and eggs is 31. Oh, my gosh. Like. <laughs> they have, he has cola on there? Yep. Cola, one. One. So, that kind of helps you understand, like. The nutritional value yeah, of. like, I like that that stuff, he is adding that stuff in there. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I have that, too. But it's so plainly, like. But why would I want 1% milk at a 31 score when I can have, you know, Swiss chard at, like, 895, you know? It's a really interesting list. I yeah. encourage you to go check it out. That's awesome. I love how throughout the book, he, his main focus, and I'm going to read a quote, was, um, well, I'll just read it. Yeah. So his main focus, quote, keep yourself healthy all the time, and you don't have to look for the magic when you're ill, end quote. So he's just talking about how, like, Literally, to be super immune, you just have to eat healthy all the time. Like, it's not a quick fix as soon as you mm-hmm. get sick. Oh, no, I need to eat all this garlic. I need to eat all this. You know, it's that's yeah. not how it works. It's just you're con- constantly eating those foods that are boosting your immune system throughout your life so that when you do get quote-unquote sick or um, – which I, Or you're exposed to viruses. Or exposed, or, yes. Yeah, um, to the free radicals. You have the antioxidants to fight it off. Yep, exactly. Already. <laughs> anyway, so basically, he also talks around toward the end about a lot about medicine and what that stuff is. And you had some interesting stuff that you wrote down, right, Leah? About yeah. Well, I just I just thought it was interesting how oftentimes you know people use cough drops or they drink you know cough medicine, and he just mentioned, which is so obvious now that he pointed it out, he mentioned that, you know, coughing is actually natural. It's a natural way to just keep that virus or that bacteria up and out of your system. Yeah. You know, you don't want to suppress that mechanism because it could lead to a longer, yeah. Yeah. And even just all the, he mentions that, you know, doctors will prescribe you these, like, shots and medicines that... They learned in medical school. I mean, it's really just like a follow-the-money scenario where funding comes from pharmaceutical companies, and so then you have to, like, promote them, and they're just being told that this is going to help this, so give it to them. You know, it's not really like, but why, and what does it really do? I mean, we're not doctors, so I'm not going to, like, I don't want to get into it too much and claim a lot of stuff, but in the book, he does, and he is a doctor, and really clearly explains it all. And I come from more of a hippie-type family, and I've never had a vaccine or a shot at all. People, it's a very controversial topic. Yeah. But I've never had a fever in my life or the flu. Which is shocking. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was before I went vegan, too. Um, I had, like, I had other health issues, but they weren't viruses or illnesses. They were just, like, there were other things. But, I mean, I've, I've had the cold. That's it. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those? You've had shots though, right? Yeah, I've been vaccinated. I've had the fever before. And okay. I don't know if I've had the flu per okay. se, but um, I know that I've had like strep and you get the fever a lot of times with. Oh, you've had strep? Yeah. Ouch. 
Yeah, it sucks. But that's okay. Um, going along with just how doctors, they just kind of give you what, whatever the pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. they kind of market at uh, you and how they portray information to the doctor. He mentioned in his book that 90% of the antibiotics prescribed are actually prescribed for viruses. Mm-hmm. So they do absolutely nothing for the yeah. system. They actually can prolong the illness yeah. because they're not treating anything. Which is crazy because viruses are just things that need to run their course yeah. in your body. And I think a lot of people, they go to the doctor, they say, oh, my, you know, my snot is green and yeah. whatever. I know oh, it's, yeah. it's going to be a bacteria, whatever. And he was just saying that's actually not true. Like, it doesn't yeah. always mean a bacterial infection or sickness. It can also yeah. be a, a symptom of the virus. So it's like... And then that's what they use as, like, evidence to prescribe something for something you don't even necessarily have. Yep. So, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's, like, a lot of of really good stuff in there. Yeah, I don't think we can get to all of it. (sighs) No, not with our expertise. (laughs) Or lack thereof. But I think, lastly, he did mention a few things that you can do, as well as, like, eating this way and having this kind of diet. Um, to help resist, like, viruses. I think especially in the winter. And, like, mm-hmm. Leah and I are from Michigan. Colds get really, like, schools shut down, like, it's so all common. the time. It's very common for us in our area to, like, for things to just stop running because of illness. Um, so, did you want to mention a few of those? Yeah. So, basically, to prevent, I mean, I feel like doctors do have this right, um, you know, washing your hands yeah. often and, you know, not touching your face, you mentioned. Yeah. And especially when you've been out in public uh, places. Um, he mentioned that if you do get the cold, like just the common flu or or common cold, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. I think even the flu, too, he mentions. Don't quote me on that. Read the book. But um, <laughs> he mentions to rem- remedy those things, not to take, you know, those cough pills yeah. and any of that. Just get rest. You know, drink your water, but not in excess. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people just gulp it down all at once. It's like, just, he says, just sip it throughout the day. Yeah. Um, Keep your body, you know. Just take some self-care. With fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, as he's promoting throughout the book, eat well with specifically a plant-based diet. But, um, yeah. I mean, and he says plant-based because, although we've mentioned that he does talk about dairy and meat and stuff. The reality is it's just so – they have, like, hardly any antioxidants in them. Yeah. Their nutritional value is just, like, so low. They're so yeah. ca- caloric-dense with no nutrients. Yeah. You know, it's – they fill you up, but then you don't have the, any benefits any from benefits. that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. He had a lot of good tips. Like, when you have super immunity, like, I think it's not just that you'll – you probably won't get sick that often, but it's that when you do get sick or you catch that virus – your body deals with it quickly and efficiently, and it just kind of ends pretty quick. Yeah, you can better fight it off. Yeah. So. Fewer symptoms. So, yeah, that was kind of our review. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I oh, really enjoyed it. So, Super Immunity by Dr. Joel Furman. Yep. Highly recommend. So, yeah, thanks again for listening. If you've been enjoying our weekly discussions, uh, we would love it if you could just take a second and rate and review Wave so that... We can spread the word and, you know, make even more friends because we don't want you guys to feel alone out there because we're also vegan. 